Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast. Live from the Boom Boom Room Once again You know, uh, last week started with a Um That shit wasn't fly at all So I'm trying to get directly into my shit Without sounding stupid this motherfucking time Um, shouting out The the podcast that's gonna have me on soon Um, I think Next week I'm gonna go live with Um, Queen Sharonda from the Q-Chat podcast And um I think the week after that, or matter of fact, I think next week I'm going to be on the the Rosie Perspective podcast. Shout out to them. And then the week after that, I'm going to be going live with um, the Q-Chat podcast. Shout out to her. Um, for the most part, I think uh, the Rosie Perspective podcast, I think we're just going to be shooting the shit in, in general. You know, they do like after dark, so we might be talking some little freaky shit. But um with the Q chat, I'm not completely sure. You know. We we usually have good conversation when I'm on the Q chat podcast. Me and her speak very often, so shout out to her. And I'm um, on the Cat vs. Dog podcast this coming Sunday. We should be uh featuring with the Get Right Podcast or the Get Right Radio Show as they call it. Um, they are part of the fucking Good News Radio Network. So, you know, shout out to them. You know, shout out to the Q Chat. Shout out to the Rosie Perspective Podcast. How y'all doing? Um, but anyway, uh, I think I'm going to entitle this episode Common Sense Ain't Common. Um, you know, a, a lot of motherfuckers, you know, school is, is coming this session. You know, so a lot of people is doing like distance learning with the kids and, you know, it's just, it's just a lot of shit going on that a lot of motherfuckers is is tripping off. Like I was talking to one of my co-workers last week, shit, like probably right after my show, I went to work and, you know, he was talking about, you know, just dealing with his son. And, you know, when, when you trying to do this distance learning shit, it's like you're you kind of like a teacher's aide now, like. I was telling my wife, I feel like they should throw motherfuckers like a little little stipend or something for all this extra work we got to do as parents now. Like, I know it's our job to educate our kids and shit, but motherfuckers is, is going above and beyond the call of duty. Like, you know, shout out to my wife because she doing distance learning with my kids and like my daughter, you know, she she's more of the astute child, like. She's a good student, you know, she pays attention, you know, she enjoys school, she likes everything that's going on, so, you know, she she's easy breezy, but my son, my son is like me, I was never really good when it came to fucking, um, like, academics, I was always intelligent, but I was never, like, into the whole doing homework, like, the whole process of school, I just hated that shit. I paid attention, you know, I, I always did well on tests, I always did my classwork, but for the most part, I didn't give a fuck about school, and that's kind of like what I'm seeing right now with my son, like, man, like, you know, shout out to my Wheezy, because, you know, I, I know she having a hell of a time dealing with my son, like, Deuce just be doing what Deuce do, so um, I, I think I'm gonna go a little more in depth on the fact that you know, a, a lot of people when dealing with children get frustrated with their kids because a lot of shit like you trying to impart into your kids, shit you trying to show your kids and tell your kids, a lot of the shit in your mind is what we all call common sense. 
you know, but like I was telling my coworker when we was having a conversation about common sense, common sense ain't really common. Common sense is some shit that to me practically don't fucking exist because a lot of the shit that we say is common sense ain't really common in most cases. A lot of times common sense is just logic based on prior experiences. You know, it's just like a lot of people, like when you in a workplace, when you work in a job, like let's just say us as truck drivers, like a lot of times, like we'll talk about, say like a front tire blowout and a motherfucker say, what you doing the front tire blowout? Oh, you speed up. That's common sense. It's not common sense. If you're not a truck driver, you probably don't know that. And it's a lot of things that we trying to teach our kids. That's like, you know, multiplication, addition, subtraction, you know, um, you know, things in different subjects, even if it's something simple, even if it's something that they have been doing all last school year. A lot of shit we assume they should know. It's not always the case. Like, you know, they you know, kids learn at different levels. Sometimes kids lose information at certain levels, you know, so we can't just chalk everything up to you should know this shit and get frustrated. You know, I feel like we should be a lot more patient with our kids. You know, because a lot of the shit we just assume they know, we know because we grown, but they kids, you know, so we, we got to move a little slower with some of them than others. Like my daughter, everything, she just picked that shit up just instantly. My son, you got to whoop that nigga ass to make him pay attention to some shit. So, you know, it is what it is as far as that. Like we can't just chalk everything up to some shit that motherfucker should know because, you know, just because you know it, you shouldn't assume that other motherfuckers know it. But, um, you know, I'm going to digress for a second. Um, what's fucking Joe Biden just chose Kamala Harris for his running mate, you know, for the for the presidential election. And I've been seeing a big debate about this shit. Like, you know, some motherfuckers is basically on the like we, we picking the, the lesser of the two evils point. A lot of people been saying that like. You know, Trump is bad, but, you know, Biden is, is better than Trump. And, you know, uh, we, we got a lot of bad things to say about Kamala Harris. She's the police and, you know, she's only black when it's convenient. And, you know, she got a white husband and all this type of shit. So, you know, I'd rather vote for the black woman over Donald Trump. But me personally, I really don't feel like either one is better than the other one. Like they both bullshit. I don't really fuck with Trump. I don't really fuck with Biden. I for sure don't fuck with Kamala Harris. You know, like Kamala Harris is, is bad motherfucking news. You know, a, a lot of niggas been pulling out a lot of motherfucking receipts on her. But, you know, this this is, you know, she's a Trojan horse in my eyes. Like as bad as it seems with, you know, Trump and the, the way shit's been going in the world. A lot of motherfuckers like, man, we got to get Trump the fuck up out of here, man. Trump is fucking up. Trump is fucking up. But at the same time, a lot of this shit is, is ain't no president seen no shit like this or not in our lifetime. You know, ain't no ain't no fucking president had to go through no shit like this. And I'm not shooting Trump bail. I'm just saying in general, like financially, I always do very well under Republican presidents. And a lot of us, if we really thought about that shit. You know, a, a lot of us probably would realize that we do very well financially under Republican presidents and whatever your political um, alliance is, that ain't none of my business. You know, this is just me speaking as me because I don't fuck with a lot of what Trump does outside the policy. I believe Trump is a motherfucking racist. His policies haven't been as racist as I know he is as a person. But I know that motherfucker racist, you know, like I don't like his whole stance on Latinos. I don't like how he views Latinos, especially because the motherfuckers from New York. So he don't even know no Mexican. So why would he even entertain the idea of trying to close the border, putting kids in cages and all this stupid ass shit? Like, I don't like that. But at the same time, I look at the other side of the coin with the Democrats are putting forth in. Joe Biden just don't strike me as a motherfucker who I want running the country. He just don't seem like the sharpest knife in the drawer. You know, he he's a rambler. He's one of these motherfuckers that 
just seem like he say what he think motherfuckers like to hear. You know, like I, I don't like that. And, and Kamala Harris is kind of like the same shit. You know, like a, a lot of motherfuckers that I talk about or talk with about politics as far as like the Democrats and the Republicans and the reason that I've been voting Republican for shit. Maybe 14 years or some shit like that. Like I've been voting Republican. Shit, or let shall I say, I registered as a Republican in like 2006. So, what's up, Deuce? Can you make me a hot dog? After the show, Deuce. Okay. This dude right here, man. But anyway, I registered Republican in 2006. You know, and I've been voting Republican basically because where I was in my life financially, the 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 Republican Party had more to offer than the democrat party the democrat party is the party of government control over most of our lifestyle you know they believe in higher taxes they believe in welfare they believe in a lot of government programs and you know if if that's your thing if that's what makes you happy if that's what you like then that's what you vote for you vote your own interests i vote mine i align closer with the republican party because I'm I'm more conservative in my fucking views as far as I believe in the Second Amendment. You know, I believe in small government. I believe in personal fiscal responsibility. Like a lot of the shit that I believe in, the Republicans is offering that. Yes, a lot of Republicans are racist. Like, no, I'm not blind. I'm not dumb. I'm not a fucking coon. So I understand that these motherfuckers, you know, they they not all big fans of black people. But at the same time, like I be telling motherfuckers, like, what have you gained from voting for the Democrats? You know, and this ain't no, um, what's the bitch name? Um, Candace Owens. Like, this ain't no Candace Owens, uh, Kanye West, get off the Democrat plantation shit. But at the same time. You know, the, the the shit makes sense. Like the shit made sense to me when it was told to me, like the, the Democrat Party ain't really got shit to offer us. You know, a lot of our favorite motherfucking politician, Bill Clinton, didn't do shit for us, you know, except the crime bill, putting a lot of our uncles, big brothers, daddies and shit like that in prison for a long time with mandatory minimums and the three strike rule and all that other suck ass shit. You know, and I look at the Democrat Party as a lot more of that same shit. You know, just like uh, when Kamala Harris was running for the president and she was saying she was going to be a prosecutor president. You know, like Joe Biden already said he's going to give more money to the police and to the police unions, my nigga. Like you see the way that the police is treating us. Y'all see what we trying to do as far as like the defund the police movement, whether or not you agree with that. And things of that nature. Like it's a lot of shit. That the police been doing. That as the black community. We can't allow to continue. But Joe Biden. Is talking about giving them motherfuckers more money. You know. So what does that say. As far as his alliance. When it comes to us. And our issues. You know. He was also in an interview talking about. All the other voting blocks are very diverse. Unlike black people. He literally said that shit, you know, just like the shit that he said, you know, maybe a month or two back about if you don't vote for him, you not black, you know, like shit like this is like I be telling motherfuckers like the Democrat Party got us fucked up like the Democrat Party honestly feels like they got us in the bag. They feel like they ain't got to offer us shit. All they feel like they got to offer us is we ain't Trump, though. And I've been seeing a whole lot of memes and niggas like, oh, you know, y'all got all this negative shit to say about Kamala Harris. But would you rather vote for a black woman or would you rather have four more years of Trump? Nigga, I'm I'm up like 30 bands because of Trump on some real shit. Like if, if we just want to be completely honest, nigga, I'm I'm up financially because of things trump did trump out here throwing motherfucking stimulus checks left and right the democrat party ain't never did no shit like that like you know i was telling niggas about like george bush i mean when george bush was the president when he threw a little stimulus package out there like 
2007 or some shit like that. Like, the nigga threw the little little $1,000 stimulus. I got a ban off that shit. And like I be telling motherfuckers, I'm not the biggest George Bush fan. But when it comes to who I'm going to vote for, I vote my personal interest. So who am I going to vote for? The motherfucker who threw the stimulus package to the people or the motherfucker who threw the stimulus package to the corporations? Barack Obama, when he threw the stimulus package out, he threw that shit to the corporations. Like when the housing market crashed, he threw the money to the banks. The amount of money that he paid the banks, he could have gave that to homeowners and they could have literally paid a lot of their debts off. A lot of them could have put a lot of their home debt in good standing if he gave that money to the people. And in turn, the banks would have got their money anyway because the people would have been paying their loans off. So it would have been a win-win for everybody. But he gave the money directly to the banks to bail the banks out. You know, and, and that's the Democrat Party. Like, the Democrat Party is the party of the party. You know, and again, if if you don't agree with what I'm saying, look that shit up. Because, you know, I have a lot of conversations Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. A giant eagle switch to my perks and get lower prices on hundreds of items. Look for blue my perks price tags across the store. Switch today online in our app or at checkout to unlock lower everyday prices with my perks. With you know um, lifelong Democrats, people who are Democrats because they mama and they daddy and all that shit was Democrats. You know, and this goes to my title for this episode common sense ain't common and this ain't saying that for you to be a democrat you lack common sense but it is saying that when i have these conversations with people i don't allow it to become personal based on me assuming that they should know something that i know you know like i don't really get into the emotional shit and the name calling and all of that when i had these conversations with people because like i said i've been registered republican for years now, uh, after I bought my house, I was able to re-register. I, re- I registered as an independent because, you know, as much as I do align with the Republican Party and I am a conservative, you know, the Republicans don't always have the best hand when it comes to what I'm trying to vote for. So now I'm independent because I'm an independent thinker. So I'm not just finna vote Republican because I'm registered as a Republican. And this is something that I tell black democrats all the time like we gotta get off that they're democrats so we're gonna vote for them shit we really need to start voting for our actual interests like literally look at what these motherfuckers have to offer and if they don't have nothing to offer us specifically they don't get our vote a vote is something that has to be earned a vote is our currency in the political process and we can't just be giving up our currency for nothing like uh i talked about this shit on cat versus dog with cj like a a a trick is a motherfucker who'll give up money for no service like you don't get no sex you don't get nothing and you just giving up money just for the fuck of giving up money and that's what we are with our vote we giving up our vote just because they're not donald trump they not saying, oh, you know, we're going to put some money in black schools, black education. We're going to invest in black business. No, they don't say that. They say, we're not Donald Trump. You should vote for us. That ain't shit. Because when it comes to all other groups, they have something specifically for all other groups. Even when they try to throw us the motherfucking trick bag, they'll say some shit like, oh, we got criminal justice reform. OK, you got something for the criminals. We got something for underserved communities. Okay, you got something for the poor people. That's dope. But we not all criminals and we not all poor. What do you have for black people, African-Americans, descendants of slaves, foundational black Americans, whatever the fuck you want to call us? What do you have for us? 
rarely do they have something. When they asked Kamala Harris, what do you have for black people? She basically said, I ain't got shit for them niggas. She said, I'm going to do for everybody and what goes to them comes to them because they part of everybody. And y'all already know I done said this shit on multiple episodes, my nigga. I don't go for that rising tide, lifts all boats bullshit because if our boat is at the bottom and the tide rises, no matter how high the tide rises, we still at the motherfucking bottom. And that's not good, especially because I feel like we a strong voting block. We have a lot to offer in the in the political process. And the thing is, the Democrats look at us as just being in pocket. They look at us as shit. We ain't got to get them niggas shit. That's the reason that the Republican Party is trying to get Kanye West and um, Candace Owens and all these other sorry motherfuckers to try to pander for our vote, even though they doing a very poor job. You know, like I keep telling motherfuckers, the, the, the biggest problem as far as the Republican Party is they don't have the right marketing. They don't have a cool Republican. They don't have a motherfucker who's actually articulate enough and who has the the credibility in the community to actually convince motherfuckers logically why they should change from being liberal to being a conservative, from being a Democrat to being a Republican. You know, and like I probably talk about that shit a lot on this fucking show. Like, you know, this ain't the nigga Republican show. But at the same time, I I do feel kind of strongly about this shit. Like, we got to stop voting blindly. Like, episode one of this show was politicking. You know, where I I, I basically was breaking down the fact that us as black people need to be more politically savvy as a voting block. Like, we really need to start voting more strategically. A lot of niggas are afraid to sit the vote out. And you can't be like that. Because in my episode, maybe one or two episodes later, the leverage episode, you know, our vote is our leverage in the political process. We will never get anything that we want politically if we don't leverage our vote. If we just give up our vote like it ain't shit, if we give up our vote like it's free, we'll never get anything in return. That's the reason that the the Democrat Party never offers us anything. That's a a big reason that the Republican Party rarely tries to, um, what would you call it? Like market to us. Like, um, I'm drawing a blank and shit. Like the, the reason that the Republican Party rarely campaigns to black people strongly because they also feel like no matter what they say, we're going to vote Democrat anyway. And that's fucking stupid. If we was to sit a vote out like in big numbers, then both parties will have to come to the table with something tangible, something serious, something that's really going to make us say, oh, we going to vote for these motherfuckers because other groups. Trust me, dog. Them motherfuckers is offering them niggas everything, including the kitchen sink. You know, they giving money to farmers and different industries and unions and, you know, the police unions and NRA, like all these other groups, you know, in the political process, when presidents are campaigning, they are campaigning to these groups and they offering them things with us. The the Democrat Party come to our church and dance. They go on the breakfast club. And even when they say some bullshit. We still basically saying, oh, I'm, I'm voting for him anyway because he ain't Trump. At least he ain't a Republican. At least he ain't a racist. Y'all motherfucker, like y'all don't think that Biden is a racist just because Biden says he likes black people. You think that make him less racist than Trump? You know, like I, I was just telling the motherfucker, man, like I would literally rather vote for an honest enemy than a fake fucking friend, because at least an honest enemy, I know where he coming from i know where he stands i know how he feels so when it come to him i know okay he on some bullshit so i know how to move with a nigga that's on some bullshit but i don't like trying to fuck with a motherfucker who's telling me one thing and doing another and the thing about joe biden joe biden ain't even a good fucking liar so he putting on like 
he fuck with black people and then he'll simultaneously say some little slick bullshit about us. You know, basically letting us know, like, nigga, I, I feel like I got y'all niggas in the bag so I could talk as flossy as the fuck I want to because y'all niggas gonna vote for me anyway. What else you gonna do? Vote for Trump? Because I feel like that's what he was saying when he said, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. If you vote for Trump, yo stupid ass, you can't be black. You got to be a dumb black motherfucker and come vote for the Democrat Party. Otherwise, you ain't black. Like, that that's disrespectful as a motherfucker. The fact that you could feel like no matter what you say, we got to vote for you. And if we don't vote for you, we not black. Nigga, you got us fucked up and we got to get over that shit. Like, motherfuckers really going to have to pay attention to this shit. Like, I keep telling motherfuckers when they saying, who you going to vote for, Trump or Biden? Honestly, I'm not going to vote. But if you put a gun to my head and made me vote, voting for Trump is what it is. You ain't got to like it. But, nigga, if I'm choosing which one I feel better, if I'm choosing, like motherfuckers been saying, the lesser of the two evils, I honestly feel like Trump is the lesser of the two evils. Kamala Harris is the motherfucking police. Kamala Harris wants to be black only when it's convenient for her. Kamala Harris done put a lot of black people behind bars. So I don't fuck with her. I damn sure don't fuck with Biden. I feel like it was a bad choice for him to use her as a running mate because she's not good. You know, that's just like how I was telling motherfuckers about um Hillary Clinton. Like, I honestly feel like one of the smartest moves Barack Obama made when he was running for president was not choosing Hillary Clinton as his running mate because Hillary Clinton is a proven loser. Hillary Clinton has proven to be terrible in the game of politics. Deuce, come close this door. But like, I, I honestly feel like we are falling for the same fucking shit we've been falling for. We keep falling for the we not him game. And that's that bullshit, you know, like like what would they call it? The illusion of not inclusion, but the illusion of choice. You know, we feeling like we making the better choice, but honestly, we making the choice that they set up for us to make. And that's not cool. We need to make the choice that we feel like is the strongest choice for us. So if we feel like neither choice is good for us, we need to just choose not to vote. We'll wait. It's just like if you go to a fucking restaurant and it ain't nothing on the menu that you like, you don't order anyway. You wait until it's something on that motherfucker you like or you go eat elsewhere. Like, you know, we, we got to stop being suckers in the political game. But, uh, you know, let me get off that shit. You know, the, the other thing at the top of the news ticker, um, WAP, wet ass pussy. You know, shout out to Meg the Stallion and Cardi B. They've been getting a lot of backlash, which the one thing I'm surprised about is the backlash. I wasn't surprised at the, the video. I wasn't surprised at the content of the song. I don't feel like it's a bad song. I don't feel like it's a great song. It's just a song that I expected for them two to make. They rap about they pussy all day. They got together and made a compilation about they pussy. It is what the fuck it is. I really don't see why all of a sudden niggas is up in arms about them making a song about they pussy. Like, this is right in their wheelhouse. Like... You you put two pussy rappers together, they rap about they pussy. You know, it it was a popular song. The shit was cool, you know, the video was alright. I don't know what the fuck Kylie was doing up in that motherfucker, but you know, the, the video was alright. But for people to be like, oh, you know, people look up to Cardi B and they look up to Meg the Stallion, like they not fucking politicians. They not pastors, they not teachers, they not athletes. They rappers who rap about hoeing all day. Like if if you allow rappers that rap about hoeing to raise your kids, you should be mad at yourself. Like I'm I'm not mad at nothing no rappers say, my nigga. Like there there's no rapper that's gonna raise my kids. Even if my kids think a rapper is very cool, like my kids are in a TikTok, you know. So like you hear a lot of bitch ass uh, snitch nine songs on there and shit. And, you know, sometimes I catch my kids bopping to that shit, you know, and I always tell them, like, that dude is a bitch. 
You don't fuck with him. You don't follow him. Nothing he does is cool. That motherfucker, we don't fuck with in this house. You know, and if you want to bop to his music, I can't stop you. I'm not with you 24 fucking 7. But what I can tell you is that motherfucker is not the example that you're going to follow. You know, like, this is what we got to do as parents. Like, monitor the shit that your kids is into. You know, like, if you honestly are afraid of some shit that Cardi B and fucking Megan Thee Stallion is doing affecting your daughters, that's some shit you're going to have to reflect on amongst yourself. Like, I feel like that's a, a conviction of your own job as a parent that you doing. That ain't got shit to do with them because they doing what they do. You know, like, you don't get mad at hoes for hoeing. You don't get mad at basketball players for playing basketball. You don't get mad at dope dealers for selling dope. You know, this This is what they do. This is what a lot of rappers do. Rappers been rapping about sex since rap came out. You know, like, uh, uh, I posted on the Cat vs. Dog story a few days ago. Like, some old black woman, I, I wish I remembered her name. She made a song about fucking in the 1930s. Time out, you know, I'm almost, you know, you could eat my pussy. I suck your dick. I suck your dick till it make you shit. Like, nigga, that shit was in the 1930s, dog. Like, this shit ain't new. So what the fuck is everybody tripping on about these two motherfuckers making a song that we all knew they would make when they got together? You know, like, there's been songs about pussy for decades. You know, like, a, a lot of us was raised on rap about fucked up shit. Nigga, we was raised on, ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. I was getting some head. Freaky tales. Nigga, we, we was raised on this shit. But now it's fucked up because our kids get to hear some of this shit. Like, what, what, what's the fucking deal? Like, why why is everybody fucking tripping? You know, like, that's that's why you ain't supposed to sit your kids in front of the TV and let the TV raise your motherfucking kids. Because shit like this don't shake me, my nigga. There's no rap song that I hear that I'm like, oh, my God, they shouldn't have came out with this song. My kids are going to turn into fucking prostitutes. Like, what the fuck do you think is going to happen from your daughter hearing WAP, wet ass pussy? Like, honestly, you think your daughter finna go experiment or some shit? Like, nigga, and if anything, you know. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if everything you got came with a little bit of money? Spicy chicken ramen with a side of quarters. A full tank of gas and a $5 bill. An entire pantry's worth of groceries and a pocket full of cash. Well, then you'd be living life on the upside. The first platform that gives you real cash back in real life wherever you roll restaurants, grocery stores, gas stations, all cashback opportunities. So order the expensive appetizer, buy a little extra at the store, fill your gas tank till the pump stops. Because with Upside, you can. Start earning cashback just for doing you. Download the free Upside app and use promo code SPICY for an extra $10 cashback on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code SPICY, promo code SPICY, S-P-I-C-Y for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Start living life on the Upside with the free Upside app. Oh, you should be explaining to your daughter the dynamics of shit like this. Like, you know, this song is for entertainment. It's about something that you don't understand right now. Or if your child is old enough to be thinking like that, talking like that, enjoying music like that. Then you need to have that talk with them. Like, look, nigga, these these is rappers. They're paid to lie. They're paid to entertain. This song is for entertainment. This song ain't nothing for you to go out and glorify. This song ain't nothing for you to go out and try to try. This is some shit that these two bitches cooked up in the studio. You know, Cardi B is a married motherfucking woman rapping about hoeing and shit. Like, 
You know, it is what it is. Nigga, these motherfuckers don't live these lives they be rapping about. And it's not they fucking job to raise your fucking kids. Raise your own goddamn kids. You know, like y'all talking about like this shit is like the, the fucking downfall of society and shit. Like this is the first fucking toxic fucking rap song. You know, especially the motherfuckers that's trying to make it a woman thing. Like, oh, you know, women shouldn't be talking like that. Like, nigga, Salt and Pepper was talking like that. Like, uh, Kaya, Trina, Lil' Kim, Foxy Brown. Like, this this ain't no new shit, my nigga. And this ain't even, like, no bad shit. Like, you know, I, I talk about on this show a lot. Don't listen to nothing no fucking rapper tell you, nigga. You don't take no advice from no motherfucking rappers. You don't glorify nothing that rappers do or say because rappers are literally paid to lie to your ass. Rappers are literally paid to sell you toxic behavior and toxic concepts, toxic ideas. You know, just fucked up behavior in general, my nigga. They, they tell you to fuck your money up, disrespect women, disrespect yourself, shoot your motherfucking brother. They tell you to do all type of stupid ass shit. But as parents, we supposed to be the ones telling our kids. It's just like if your kid is watching a fucking scary movie or a violent movie or playing a violent video game. You know, this, this ain't no behavior that you going to uh, exhibit in real life. This is just something that you use for entertainment. Like when I was little, when I was listening to The Chronic, like my mom sat me down like, nigga, it ain't no motherfucking bitches, ain't shit but hoes and tricks. I'm not no bitch. I'm not no hoe or no motherfucking trick. I'm your motherfucking mama. I'm a black woman. I ain't none of that shit in them songs. Them bitches that nigga talking about in them songs is some hoes. They talking about bitches and hoes and tricks that they meet on tour, the groupies and all that shit. It's a whole separate category of motherfucking woman. So you're not finna go out in the world calling all women bitches. You're not finna all call no women hoes or none of that shit. Like, this is a conversation that I had with my mom, my nigga. And I think the chronic came out in 92. So I was about 9 or 10 listening to that shit. And my mom told me that. You know, so it's like, as a parent, this is what the fuck you gotta do when it comes to this music. Like, you shouldn't be letting this fucking music or anything in this culture, hip-hop, movies video games or like nigga it's your job to raise your kids it ain't tiktok's job it ain't youtube's job it ain't bet mtv or whatever the fuck kids is on right now it ain't none of their job it's your goddamn job so if this song gets up under your skin like that my nigga personal motherfucking problem dog but you know to the content i'm already halfway through this bitch Common sense ain't motherfucking common. You know, I, I look at common sense as something really logic based on personal experience. You know, a lot of us take for granted the fact that we may have been taught something that other people haven't been taught. We know something that we just assume everybody else knows. We've had experiences that we think everybody else had. You know, it's just like when you meet a black person, you just assume they saw boys in the hood. You just assume they saw Menace of Society or Juice or The Wiz or New Jack City. Like, it, there's just some shit in life that we just assume everybody has done and everybody knows. This is what we consider to be common sense. But everybody don't got that. You know, it's like a lot of times when you driving on the freeway and a motherfucker don't know how to merge or a motherfucker not checking their mirrors or... A motherfucker just doing some shit that you feel is stupid. It's a lot of shit that people do in life that we always be like, man, that's common sense. Why would you do that? Why would you make that mistake? And shit, a lot of times, man, you know, some motherfuckers just have lapses of judgment. You know, I'm not even saying that the people that make these mistakes are just stupid ass people. These motherfuckers are just people who don't know something. Deuce, why you keep interrupting me? Deuce, go. I love you too, dude. But anyway, you know, a, a lot of people don't know everything that you know. A lot of motherfuckers ain't had the same experiences as you. A lot of motherfuckers haven't been taught the same shit you've been taught. You know, so I, I just believe in being patient with people in general. You know, just like how I said with kids. Like, you know, I done told my son multiple times that I'm doing my show. He done interrupted me like three times. You know, I... 
a, a lot of people probably would have put their hands on him and been pissed the fuck off. But I know, like I like I said earlier, like, man, is he, he do what he do, you know, and I, I do my best to discipline him and shit like that. But, you know, I also allow him the freedom to make his own choices a lot of times. You know, I'm, I'm trying my hardest to guide him. But if I felt the need to whoop his ass every time he did something I don't like, I'd be whooping his ass all fucking day. You know, so, you know, this this whole concept of common sense not being common is a a thing as far as having patience with people. You know, everybody ain't always as up on game as you are. You know, it's a lot of shit that in your life you may have been taught by your parents, your grandparents. It might be a whole fucking culture in your family and your friend group and the whole circle of people that you be around. But that don't mean that another motherfucker that you encounter is going to know all this same shit that they've been taught all this same shit. You know, so I, I just believe in being patient with motherfuckers based on me understanding the fact that everybody don't know what I know. And a lot of times, you know, you just have a lapse of judgment. It might not even be a mistake that you often make. Sometimes, nigga, I, I drift out of my lane on the freeway and just switch lanes without using my blinkers. Like, you know, we all have lapses of judgment based on different things, you know, happening in our life. You know, because I look at common sense a lot of time as logic. And we all know everybody ain't fucking logical. You know, there are a lot of logical people in life. There are logical motherfuckers. We all know logical people. A lot of us consider ourselves to be logical people, even though a lot of times we are not. A lot of us are not logical. A lot of us are not as logical as we think. You know, we all talk to a person who you speak to them in normal conversation and in your eyes, this motherfucker is stupid. But in their eyes, they smart. In their eyes, they got shit figured out. You know, and we can't always assume that we smarter than that motherfucker. You know, because I think it was um Albert Einstein who said that you know, everybody's a genius. But if you were to judge a fish on his ability to climb a tree, you would assume him to be stupid. You know, and, and I look at that a lot of times as, you know, we assume that everybody has the same level of logic that we have in our categories. And that may not always be the case. You know, a lot of times your level of logic in this particular area is here and theirs is here but then you go into a whole different area now theirs is here and yours is down here you know a lot of motherfuckers that we look at as not all that sharp like a lot of us like look at kanye west we be calling kanye west stupid all up and down the motherfucking street but this motherfucker has the ability to create millions of dollars millions of different ways just like Donald Trump, my nigga. A lot of motherfuckers that sit up here call Donald Trump stupid all motherfucking day, but he's a multi-fucking billionaire. You know, and again, you know, motherfuckers want to say, oh, you know, he started with a million dollars and he was a silver spooner and all of this type of shit. Well, if that's the case, when why all these athletes who made millions of dollars had access to millions of dollars went broke? You know, a, a million people had a million dollars and went broke, you know, so that don't make you motherfucking no stupid motherfucker. If you could turn even 10 million dollars into a billion dollars, if you could turn any motherfucking million, if you, if you could make your money flip five times, you ain't no stupid motherfucker. But we call Trump stupid all motherfucking day because he don't have the sense that we have in a lot of situations. He don't have a level of logic. That we have in a lot of situations. And again this ain't no Trump commercial. This ain't me trying to shoot Trump no bill. This is me just saying my nigga. Like there's a lot of shit that. When it comes to children. When it comes to co-workers. When it comes to other drivers on the road. When it comes to people that we encounter on a regular basis every day. We can't just assume motherfuckers know shit. You know like with our kids. You know with this distance learning. A lot of us are getting highly frustrated because it's a lot of shit 
that our kids is slipping on that we just assuming they should know because of the level of repetition that they did last year in school. Like, damn, nigga, you you've been doing timetables all last year. How the fuck you forget your timetables? Damn, nigga, you've been reading this shit all this time. How you forget how to read, nigga? Like, how you forget this shit? Like, nigga, we we didn't been in school our whole life. You know, we did our little 12 or 13 years. You know, some of us went to college. You know, did more years than that. Like a lot of us have had a lot of years in school. You know, so we just can't assume that our kids gonna know all this shit. Especially like with us, it's like the first week of school. You know, and I feel like you know, as as time progresses, my kids gonna pick it up. You know, really Deuce, cause Brownie already on her shit. But Deuce is, you know, he he take his time with shit. Like Deuce is like me. You know, I'm a. I'm a slow processor a lot of times, you know, like I like to get the information and marinate on that shit, you know, like I'm I'm not like the, the snap quick thinker like with me, you know, a lot of times if, if, if I'm in conversation with a person, you know, and, and they give me a lot of information, like you give me two or three sentences or a paragraph straight, a lot of times I'll be like, huh, I heard you. But for the most part, I'm trying to process what you said so I can reply more effectively. Like, you know, I, I, I like to let shit marinate slow in my brain. You know, and I be telling motherfuckers like that don't make me slow in the sense of being dumb. I'm just a slow processor. You know, like I just get shit, process and then pass it to you because a lot of times, nigga, quick replies ain't effective replies. You know, a lot of times I look at quick replies is your ass probably wasn't even listening you probably was just listening for me to stop saying what the fuck you were saying so i could reply real fast you know so a lot of times like i like to get what a motherfucker said and then go based off that you know because like i said i don't like to judge people for lacking what i deem to be common sense you know because it's it's all in our fucking experiences my nigga like, we don't have all the same level of experience and shit, you know. So, a lot of times, I really believe in, especially with a person who you have contact with, who you have influence over, who you have conversation with. Like, I believe in, if a motherfucker don't know something, instead of trying to clown them, teach them. You know, a, a lot of us have a real bad habit of just... Writing people off as being a dumbass when they don't know something that we know or when they don't know something that we assume they know. A lot of times they don't know something that we ourselves don't know, but we could but because we think they should know. We think they stupid, you know, like a doctor don't know a fucking um, a diagnosis or your mechanic don't know why your fucking car ain't starting like this. So stupid motherfucker, you a whole mechanic. And you can't figure out why this car don't start. Even though the whole reason you brought your car to this motherfucker is because you don't know why the motherfucker didn't start. You know, but we got a bad habit of just assuming motherfuckers know shit that they don't know. You know, just like with the whole presidential shit. Like, you know, we all knew from the gate Donald Trump didn't have no political experience. So a lot of the shit that's going on with Donald Trump is a lot of the mistakes that he making, a lot of the shit that he doing that a lot of us don't think that he should do is based on his inexperience. But at the same time, nigga, we didn't say that shit about Barack Obama. He didn't have no fucking experience and we voted him in neither. But we was willing to vote him in simply because he was black. And he didn't really do shit for us. Not as black people, not specifically. You know, I hear a lot of motherfuckers say, oh, you know, the health care, nigga, that shit was for everybody. I don't even count that shit. You know, it was cool. Don't get me wrong. You know, I was happy. But motherfuckers ain't complaining about these motherfucking stimulus checks. Trump gave you that, but you ain't going to give him no credit for that shit. You know, it's a lot of shit that you got from Trump that you ain't going to give him no credit for because you don't like the motherfucker. And how you feel is how you feel. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not here to tell you how to feel. You know, like I said on my last episode, man, I'm I'm just here to provide a mindset. You know, I'm just here to put something on your brain, you know, to, to let you think for yourself on some real shit. 
Just like, you know, me telling you that common sense ain't common. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner i'm not telling you how to treat people you know i'm just telling you to really look at this concept when you having interactions with people you know especially with your kids because you know like i said we in distance learning time i don't know how they doing in you know school districts across the country but here in southern california where i live at you know we sitting here with the laptops with the kids and you know, certain kids, we let them be independent and sit there and do their little shit and play on the computer and do all they work. Other kids, you know, we really got to sit there with them. You know, we got to guide them through all this shit. We got to walk them through all this shit. You know, and I, I, I'm seeing a lot of parents getting frustrated and that sucks. You know, but I'm just hoping that you hear this episode and you really think about this shit. Like, you know, you, you, you can't just assume kids know all this shit. You know, a lot of times, a, a lot of lapses in judgment come from um, emotional distress. You know, like we in this quarantine, you know, we 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 in this quote unquote pandemic or plandemic or whatever you want to call it. Let me take a sip. Like, you know, our, our kids is going through a lot. You know, our our kids is going through something that us as adults have never gone through. You know, with us, nigga, we went to school every motherfucking day. Like, there was never a time where they gave us a laptop and said, all right, nigga, do school from home. You know, like, we, we didn't go through no pandemics as kids. Our kids are going through something that we never went through. You know, so for us to assume that they mental state... It's supposed to be in tip top shape. It's kind of fucked up. You know, like they they going through a lot, just like us as adults are going through a lot. Like a lot of grown motherfuckers like who's that? Azalea Banks and Lakeith Stanfield both recently posted some suicidal shit. You know, a lot of us as adults are going through a lot of shit mentally. You don't think that kids are going through a lot of shit mentally? Like, you think just because they got PlayStation and fucking tablets and shit, they chilling? Nigga, my daughter going motherfucking crazy because she can't go to the park or she can't go outside or, you know, like, I used to take my daughter to the mall and shit all the time. Like, you know, kids, it's a lot of shit that kids is used to doing that they can't do. You know, so we got to look at shit like this and factor it into the reason that a lot of kids are struggling like you know they 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 going through a lot mentally too like nigga you know this this new fucking normal that they got to go through you know we can't just assume that when when we put them in front of this motherfucking laptop they just going to take to it like a fish to fucking water because this is a new thing they they going through a, a new student experience just like we going through a new fucking parent experience, a new teacher experience a lot of times. You know, a, a, a lot of us are having to take the reins as the uh, our, our child's second fucking teacher. You know, a lot of us are used to going to work, dropping the kids off at school, letting the school educate them, coming home, maybe helping them with a little bit of homework. And then doing our normal fucking routine. But now, instead of that, a lot of us are having to wake up with them, open the laptop, you know, log them in, you know, make sure they little Zoom shit is on, make sure they muted, make sure they listening to the teacher, you know, make sure they working at the pace that they supposed to work. Like, th- this is a new thing for everybody, you know, so, you know, we, we just got to be patient with each other, you know, and again, like, we, we got to look at, you know, the the level of logic that goes up and down based on a lot of these factors. Like, it's a lot going on. So you just got to fucking, you know, understand that everybody not as logical as you feel they should be. You know, and you cut down on a lot of your stress and a lot of these interactions 
when you understand that fact. You know, when you understand that, all right, man, shit is fucked up. So, you know, this motherfucker not going to be as on point as he should. You know, like that's the reason I'm such a patient person a lot of times. Because I just believe in putting my feet in another motherfucker's shoes and looking at it from their point of view. Like he keep fucking bothering me because obviously he's hungry. And I'm doing my show when my wife and daughter is at fucking ballet right now. So, you know, he in there fending for himself. And as much as I want to tell a man, just cook yourself something. I don't want that nigga to burn my kitchen down. So I respect the fact that he's waiting on me and shit. You know, but this this all goes to just being an understanding person. Understanding that everybody is not as logical as they should be in every situation. Everybody is not as logical as you would assume they would be. In every situation, especially in a situation like this, where a lot of us are in transition in a lot of shit. You know, some of us are doing better than others. Like me personally, like as far as since this whole quarantine shit, like I've been great. I've been feeling great. I've been doing great. I've been in in, in a great mental space. My family is home. Like I'm a very busy man. Like I'm at work a lot. Like a lot of times I go to work, come home, do my show. And then once I fucking close all this shit up, you know, shut down my studio, I go straight back to work, you know, and being that we in quarantine. Now my family is home. I love that shit. You know, as much as my family don't like being stuck at home, I love them being stuck at home because I get to see them more than I've seen them in a long fucking time. Like, it's it's like, damn, every time I get off work, my kids is home. My wife is home. I love that shit. Like, that's my shit because everybody who knows me know I'm big on my family. Like, my family is my favorite fucking people in the world. Like, I love seeing them all the time. As much as I know it probably pains them to be stuck in the house, when I get home from work, seeing all them motherfuckers when I get home, that's that's the greatest shit in the world to me. You know, but I do understand the fact that it pains them to be stuck in the motherfucking house. I might be tripping if I was stuck in the house, you know, because the thing is with me, nigga, ain't nothing really stopped for me since COVID. It's a lot of shit that I can't really do. Like, you know, I ain't sat down in Denny's and had a meal with my wife or, you know, I ain't been able to take it to Olive Garden or no shit like that. But as far as like the way that my day to day life go. Work, come home, do podcasts, like everything has been a routine for me. Like, you know, even setting up this studio, you know, once the quarantine started, you know, being ready to super producer kind of, you know, quarantine the studio. So that kind of forced me to be like, all right, nigga, I could either start missing shows or I could set up my own personal studio. And, you know, if y'all been listening to the Too Much Game podcast for you know, an extended amount of time, like maybe, you know, four or five months. Shit, y'all niggas know I was doing this shit on a set of earbuds. Nigga, I done had some shows with some fucked up audio because I was doing these motherfuckers, nigga, on nigga flying by the seat of my fucking pants. I was recording a video on my phone while simultaneously doing the show, holding the little microphone that comes on earbuds. Like, nigga, I had shows where I was literally just talking into the phone, like yelling into the phone, hoping that the audio sounded good. Like, you know, I've I, I been making moves to try to get the quality of this show as good as possible amidst this bullshit that we going through. But like I said, I can't assume that everybody else is doing as well as I am in this fucking situation, in this pandemic, this pandemic, this fucking quarantine. You know, I got to assume that there are people who are not going to be as sharp mentally as they should be or as sharp mentally as I feel they should be. I feel like that's selfish for you to assume that a motherfucker is going to be doing as well as you may be doing in a crisis like we going through, you know, because a lot of us lack fucking logic when we are under emotional distress and we are under mental distress you know when we are going through transitional periods you know we we always have situations where our logic or our decision making is clouded by emotional stress you know so 
We just got to be patient with people knowing that that is a fact. That is a factor. That is a real thing as far as people's mental health. Like, you know, when, when, when shit is fucked up, we not as sharp as we should be. So, you know, just when you're dealing with people, whether that be your kids, whether that be coworkers, whether that be people in the street, you know, we should just try to be a little more patient with motherfuckers. Because we don't know what motherfuckers is going through. Like, we don't know what motherfuckers going through mentally. We don't know what motherfuckers going through at home. You know, they, they talking about, you know, since this shit, this uh quarantine, it been a lot of uh incidences of domestic violence and things of that nature. You know, a lot of motherfuckers been stressed out. You know, we, we, we don't know what motherfuckers is going through. So we can't just assume they going to be in the best mental space. So... We should move accordingly. We should just, you know, learn to be a little more patient with people. You know, patience is a fucking virtue, you know, and I feel like that's a virtue that we should all possess. And I feel like that's a virtue that we would all possess if we were more understanding of what motherfuckers is going through. You ain't got to know exactly what a motherfucker going through, but you do realize that everybody is going through something, whether you know that or not. You know, like I've I've talked about on this show, you know, sometimes uh, I'm I'm a little more specific. Sometimes I'm a little less specific. But, you know, like throughout the life of this show, I've been losing people, whether that be family members, friends, you know, relatives, people that are close to me. But I always got to deliver this content, you know, no matter what I'm going through. I believe in being consistent. I believe in making sure to provide this service that I made the promise to provide to my listeners. You know, whether I'm going through something or not, whether I had a fucked up day or not, you know, some days I might do the show late. Some days I might have to do the show early. I might have to move the scheduling around due to certain shit that happens. But you know, I, I I still come in here and I do my motherfucking thing because it's a promise that I made. But there's times where I honestly be feeling like some of my shows have suffered due to something that I was going through at the time or due to something that happened to me at the time or how my day went or all types of shit. And I hope that y'all as my listeners would be patient with me a lot of times when I might have an off show, you know, my voice might break or I might ramble or I'm, I might be lost on some shit because we all go through some shit you know and a lot of times you know like I just believe in being patient with motherfuckers because you know they they a lot of motherfuckers are providing a service for you a lot of motherfuckers like people at restaurants and shit like oh that waitress was rude fuck that bitch like man you don't know what the fuck type of day she had somebody probably spit in her motherfucking face or stepped on her shoe or she could have lost a relative or something you know, so I just believe in being patient with motherfuckers because we don't know what motherfuckers is going through. But, um, you know, in order for me to not be repeating myself over and over again, I really feel like y'all niggas got the message. You know, I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Game podcast, live from the Boom Boom Room. Um, if you would like to support us financially, it is patreon.com slash townhousemedia. Town E House Media. Support all the Townhouse Media podcasts. Seriously, none of the podcasts. Friday nights, 9 p.m. Um, Talk Flirty Podcast, Talk Flirty Tuesdays with just Nikki. Anytime Tuesday should be around. Um, the Sports for You podcast, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. with Mark. Um, Nick motherfucking Freeze and John Watson uh, Wednesday evenings 5pm the No Rules Podcast hump days will never be the same uh, Ill Will and Mark doing their motherfucking thing uh, Sundays Cat vs Dog Podcast you already know with myself and CJ the celebrity of Townhouse Media um, I think that's all the shows of Townhouse Media and if you hear you already know the too much game podcast live on thursdays you know i'm not giving y'all no specific time but when it comes to the lives that i do on instagram i'll try to give y'all some type of advance notice like when i get off work and shit let y'all know that i'm finna go live um 
you know like comment and subscribe on youtube you know youtube the too much game podcast uh you can go on amazon fucking echo dots and shit and say uh you know alexa play too much game podcast that motherfucker get cracking um leave a five star rating and review on apple Podcasts and all that good old shit you know um Follow me on Instagram at the Too Much or at Too Much Game Podcast on Twitter at Young Dolomite Y U N G D O L E M I T E. Um, I think that might be it, man. So uh, I'll be at you, motherfuckers, next week, man. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.